1: prior to enduring right.
0: any
1: I can't afford one a quarter point one for you. You understand your rights. Your crime spree was over, son. Yeah, you thought you had it, licked, But Detective Overtone made you sure to turn to shit. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Real life, real crime.
1: Warning. This episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast, may contain descriptions of acts of violence or that are of a sexual nature. It should be for people that are 18 years or older. Heed my warning, people. I did not get the facts of these cases off of the internet or from some television show. The facts we're retelling you were presented to us by the victims of the crimes or the perpetrators who committed the crimes against the victims. My description of the crime scenes are what I saw with my own two eyes. If you're going to get offended, please turn this podcast off now. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Woody Overton. And I just want to take a second and tell everybody thank you for all the likes and the sharing and telling your neighbors and everybody else about Real Life, Real Crime. Y'all the ones that help us grow. And again, today, I'm using this new equipment, so I'm not in the studio. I apologize ahead of time about... Any audio problems or what have you, Toby will do the best he can to fix them. I'm also going to be doing a phone interview today, y'all. So, you know, if the audio is a little messed up, I apologize ahead of time. That being said, stay tuned at the end of the show for some announcements. And I'm a little bit under the weather. I have a a really bad sore throat today, but not COVID, thank God. But, But with that, we're going to get started in I don't even have a name for this episode, y'all. So just hold on, and I'm going to introduce you to my my guest. Amanda, are you there? Yes. Okay. Y'all, I was working on this other case and uh, that I've been working on for a couple of weeks, and that's what I was going to go with this week. But today I was reached out to by a lifer who said, by private messenger on Facebook, who said that I've been mentioned numerous times in this group, this private group on Facebook, and so I asked to join the group and I found out what it was about. Now, this is going to be hard to hear, uh, but if you think it's hard for you to hear, think, think of how hard it is for this family and what they're going through. And this is raw and unscripted, but I believe the story needs to be told. We're not trying to sensationalize anything, or I, I just feel led to do this. And I've spoken to um, Amanda just briefly about the situation. And so we're just going to take it step by step. And so bear with us. Amanda, can, can you tell me your name?
0: Amanda Canterbury.
1: And where are you from?
0: Pontchartula, Louisiana.
1: Okay. And um, Amanda, the I know this is hard for you, okay? But, but y'all, Amanda had a, a tragedy. Happened in her life this year on January first. Is that correct? It is. Okay. Can you tell me first of all the you're married. Yes. And the, at the at the time uh, you had two children. Two, on, on yes, J- sir. On January first, can you tell me uh, about your um, the your two children?
0: I have an older son who is twelve. His name is Jeremiah, mm-hmm. um, and I have my second, who is Caleb.
1: And that's Caleb, C A L E B.
0: C A L E B. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And and so the can you t- t- tell me about Caleb? Oh, just just anything from um, your memory when he was born to what kind of child he was and just just uh, tell tell the listeners about Caleb
0: Caleb was a baby who made being a mom very easy He was always happy. He enjoyed being around us as he grew up. He just he was the light of our world when he would walk in a room, he would smile and his smile would just change everything. Just make any bad day good. Um Caleb came into our life, and Caleb saved us. Caleb came during a really dark time for me. My mom was dying of cancer. Oh. Um, when Caleb was six months old, my mom passed away. Sorry. And Caleb was just my my light. Like I, I don't know. Caleb just.
1: <laughs> it's it's okay, sweetie. Take your time.
0: He was just happy. He was, he was, he knew it was crazy that he was so little, but he was so smart beyond his years when he would wipe my eyes and tell me, you know, Mama's in heaven with Jesus Uh and not to cry and that we would get there one day with Mama and I would tell him no time soon, Caleb. That's no time soon. And, and unfortunately on, on New Year's, Caleb, got
1: there quicker than any of us okay and and yeah we spoke probably 20 minutes before this right and then i was led to to get you on the phone and tell caleb's story but the um before we get into all what happened tell me um how caleb felt about police officers
0: Anytime Caleb saw a police officer, if we were in Walmart or if we'd pass him on the road, he would always point him out. But when we were in stores and he could get to one, he would always say, Mommy, let me out. Let me out. And I would let him out and Caleb would run and he would say, excuse me, excuse me. And they would turn around and Caleb would put his little hand out to shake their hand and he would tell them, thank you for your service.
1: And he, and he-, and
0: he made very proud. Yeah, I was very proud of him. And
1: he's four years. Respect. He was four years old, right?
0: Four years old.
1: That's crazy. Yes. And and what did you tell me about the uh, like the school crossing guard?
0: Yes, uh, he would. Devote, I would let him. You know, once we got in the car, pull line um, where traffic was not. I would let Caleb unbuckle and climb out of his seat and come to the front so we could say his good morning prayers every morning before school. And he would notice that the police officer, that cross guard that would let direct traffic was there. And he would roll his window down every day as we passed. And she knew we wanted to be in the front so he could go straight to his class. And we would stop for a second. And he would always say, good morning. And she would say, good morning. And he would say, thank you for your service. Oh. Every morning, yeah. without fail, he had to tell
1: her. Oh, That's uh, that's awesome. Man. And you, you said y'all prayed every morning before he went into every school. No-
0: Every single morning, he would wake up, and we had the same little prayer that he had memorized, and he would pray it every day. And part of it was for God to—he would say, "Jesus, protect me and keep me safe all day."
1: Mm. Wow! I don't know what to say about that. You know, (laughs) that's—it's—it's beautiful. The—the uh. Didn't you say you were sending me a video off of Facebook that somebody? I picked, did. I I t- sent them to you. Can you yes. can you tell me real quick just a highlight on that?
0: Okay. Um. When you would ask Caleb, if you would say, "Caleb, why are you so sweet?" or "Why are you so cute?", he would always tell you because Jesus was in his heart.
1: And and, and you sent me the video of that. Yes. So little baby knew Jesus, right?
0: Yes. Oh, he did. He, he told everybody about Jesus. That that is the one quote everybody remembers Caleb by is because Jesus, is, when everybody talks about it, they say, because Jesus is in my heart. Like Caleb put Jesus in homes that may have not have spoke of Jesus in a long time. Cause when you thought of Caleb, that's the one thing you thought of was right. that recording of him saying, because Jesus is in my heart.
1: Wow. That's beautiful. And, and, He's a happy baby, and uh, oh, yeah. what, what was his what was his favorite thing to eat, or did he have several at four?
0: He has several. He um he likes going. If we were out to eat, he loved Chinese really? and Chick Fil A. Chinese oh, yeah. Chick Fil A and Texas Roadhouse. Wow, yeah. um, Texas Roadhouse. He wanted his steak and applesauce. Uh, <laughs> he um but- at home, uh, he just ate whatever I ate. You know he yeah. he was one that didn't want his own plate. He wanted anything out of mommy's plate.
1: Yeah, and and how was how was um, your twelve year old with him?
0: Oh, they were they were best friends. Um, Jeremiah actually begged me, asked me for years for a sibling, and I was always like, "No, I'm done. I don't want no more. You're it." And wow. and when we found out about Caleb, I think we all just he was. He just came and just, just changed everything for the better. He was uh, he was just perfect. He was just that perfect child that I used to tell people um, his whole life that if I could have sat down with God and had a conversation and said, God, I want this, 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 and this quality in a child, I would have built Caleb. Oh. Like, he was just, just perfect.
1: Oh. That's, I don't know what to say about that. You know, the, the, can you take us to January 1, y'all wake up and what happens that day?
0: So we wake up and start the day like normal. I go, I make his breakfast and he wanted to eat out on the back porch that morning. So I put him at the table and he ate. And then of course he ran and grabbed his Spiderman, man, when he was done, he was, He was our baby Spider-Man. Like, if you see him, you're going to see him in Spider-Man costume. Yeah, Yeah, he was in Spider-Man all the time. Um, He solely believed he was Spider-Man when he put that costume on. He was brave. He tried to do. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Actually,
0: part of that day was um, before we left to go pack up the last boxes from the house we were moving. Because we had just closed on a house to move. Um, His dad climbed up in the attic of the new house that morning before the incident happened. And Caleb was like, daddy, can I come up? And I asked my husband, I said, is it, is it safe? And he said, uh, he said, yeah. And Caleb got up about three steps and I think he noticed how high he was. And he looked back down and when he looked down, I said, you can go, baby. I said, mommy's right here and I'll never let nothing hurt you. And his little legs were shaking with his little arms. And you could see how scared he was and nervous. But with each step, he just kept going. And he made it to the top. And he just looked down with the biggest smile. And he said, Mommy, I made it. And I said, You did? And he was so proud of himself that day um, for doing that. But uh, So we got dressed and went to the old house to do the last loads. And my car was stuffed, so... Caleb said, Mommy, can I stay with daddy? And I said, Well, ask daddy, make sure daddy's not gonna be busy. And he said, Daddy, can I stay with you? And my husband said, Yes, yeah, buddy, that's fine. And Caleb said, Daddy said I could stay. And I said, Okay. I said, Make sure you listen to daddy and be good, and I'll be right back. I love you. And he said, Okay, mommy, I love you too. And he was sitting on the toolbox in the back of my husband's truck, and I drove away. Well, my husband went to check because he was going to take the RV because he travels for work. So he checked the propane and they were empty. So Caleb went and got his shoes on and they went up to B2Co supermarket in Pontchartula and went to go fill the propane. And uh, he dropped the propane takes off and he went back in and he walked back out. And the lady said, you forgot to pay for him. So he said, come on, Caleb, let's go pay. So they walked back in and they paid and they walked out the door to get him. And he looked and Caleb was walking to the truck and he said, wait, Caleb. And my husband went off behind him. And uh, at that moment, a a truck flew by and
1: she hit Caleb. Okay. Okay. and, and what happened, sweetie? Answer. And what happened then?
0: Um. So my husband called, and so ambulance. You know, all that ambulance came and stuff. And um, my husband called me, and I didn't answer. Unfortunately, I was unpacking the car, and um, I finally looked down at my phone. And he texted when I got in the car to head back over there to get the bigger things and. He said, Caleb's been hit by a car. Or a vehicle. And I said, what? And he said, Caleb's been hit by a truck. And I said, is he Is he breathing? Is he okay? And he, he said, no, he's not breathing.
1: And, and then. What you do? You drove over there?
0: I so I got to the store. And when I got there, I was met by a police officers. I took my name and my relationship to Caleb. And uh I asked them to let me see him, and they said I couldn't. And um early by the end, a paramedic said I could go see him. I said I just want to kiss him. I just want to give him a kiss do they got him one too though. On the stretcher to airlift him to university in New Orleans. They let me kiss him. And um the police officer who worked the case, I guess, walked over to the lady that they let us leave with Caleb. And it wasn't but five minutes after we drove off that my son got there with the, another police officer. And the lady drove away. Like, they let her drive away in the truck wait,
1: that hit Caleb. Wait, wait, okay, son, let me interrupt you and ask a question to clarify it. The, you got there, and you saw Caleb, and you were able to give him a kiss, but they are still going to airlift him to, to New Orleans.
0: They were airlifting him, yes. Once they put him on the stretcher, they oh. were airlifting him to New Orleans.
1: At that time, the vehicle that hit him, First of all, it it was, it was a truck. It got, I know this because I looked on on that group today when I got the invite. It's like a real low rider truck. It like, was a
0: yeah. From what my son, my son watched her drive, actually leave the store. Your, your son, said, your
1: son is a twelve year old.
0: Twelve year old, yes. Okay. Jeremiah watched her leave, and the truck was so low. He said like you could see sparks fly from the front of the truck. That's how low it was.
1: Right, like so it was, it was very it, low, like a low rider. Yes. With those ground effects and all that, right? Right. Right. Okay. So, let's back back up for a second. The who, what was the responding age agency, police agency that took your name and all that? Who worked? Who worked the scene?
0: Um Tansbeho, Sergeant Bridges.
1: Tangipahoe Parish Sheriff's Office. Yes. Sergeant Bridges. Okay. Yes. And you're, you're telling me that. Y'all want to leave? Did, did, did the driver, <clears throat> excuse me, the driver ever come try to say anything, or did you? She talk? never
0: made contact. She never. Um, she not. Ne- I mean, it's been eight months. Almost eight months. She's never. We've never heard from her. We've never got a letter. The day that it happened, she never ran over to check on Caleb. Um, she stood by her truck.
1: Okay, so and in. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when she ran over Caleb, what is the reason that she stopped? Is because because people were banging on her people, truck? Well, my
0: husband actually, before she hit ran Caleb completely over, my husband was banging on her truck to stop her. And she wouldn't stop. Um, she continued to go. And then um, people ran up to her and they're like, you hit a kid, you hit a kid. And that was when she claimed she knew she had hit, a, hit Caleb.
1: Okay, and, and so she did not stop of her own free will. Was that so? You, during the process no. of Caleb being hit, your husband is banging on the truck saying, st- "Yes, stop!"
0: Trying to stop her before she completely ran him over.
1: So I mean, he, your husband was right there, and yeah, his, he was within
0: feet. I mean, right. I mean, she was she was right by the front door of the store,
1: and your husband tries to get her to stop. She's not. For whatever reason, she didn't stop. She continued, conti- continued to run over your son. But she
0: hit him with the front tire, and then she still didn't stop and ran over him again with the back tire.
1: And then she continued on, and people were And ba- then people stopped her. People, yeah. They weren't going to let her go because she ran over a baby. Right. All right. And, and then so... Did the sheriff's office say anything to you or anything other than take your name? Other
0: than take my name, nothing. They didn't. I had yet to hear from. I didn't even hear from them to get the police report. I um, looked in my email address and just so happened to see in my email and just so happened to see Caleb's name in the subject, and I double clicked and opened it, and it was the police report.
1: And and I I read that today. um, Didn't it say? The police report actually said that he had no injuries, no injuries,
0: and they also had that she was driving a tractor.
1: Yeah, oh my God. Okay, yeah. y'all, this is why I wanted to do this story. You know how I feel about bad police work. Okay, you know, it from Courtney Coco's case, you know, it from Rapids Burning series, et cetera. Now, I'm just, I want this story. This this part needs to be known and something needs to be done. So let's start with the okay, the police report. You don't get contacted. Nobody I mean no. obviously you all were at the hospital when they told you that Caleb was deceased.
0: Right, the you, doctors right. told us Caleb was deceased. With them.
1: Yes. No detectives ever showed up. Were, um,
0: they showed up at the very end as we were leaving. Okay. There was two ladies that showed up.
1: And what did they say?
0: They didn't say anything to us. They just went to get pictures of Caleb for um, record.
1: Okay, and it, but they don't even talk to you.
0: Mm-mm. We were all in a small room together, and the two police office ladies, the two ladies, walked out and walked to Caleb's room.
1: But no, but they didn't say they introduced themselves to you or anything. No, it's not sorry no. for your loss or, I, or. As far as
0: I remember, nothing. I mean, nothing right. was said. Okay. I mean, that day is still.
1: I understand. I, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I'm just. No, 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 I, you no, you're you're and, You and I have not talked about this. These these no. parts. And, they and came to the.
0: I do remember seeing them sitting in the room. We walked in the room. I know I was crying. I was, of course, obviously, I was an emotional wreck. Um, and I remember watching them walk out. But other than that, I don't. I don't think they spoke to us at all.
1: And after that, and that's January one. After that. You had no contact with anybody from Tancho Parish Sheriff's Office?
0: Never. And then on February 28th, I checked my email address and had the police report in there.
1: Okay. Now, let's talk about that because this is where people, I mean, uh, nobody likes to talk about a baby getting killed, okay? But this is where... Sugar's going to turn to shit for somebody. It's it's going to be, this is where, it, this is what y'all would got me in saying the story needs to be told. The one thing, on, on there on they have a section um, talking about injuries, and it could be, it's pretty descriptive. I get four or five different boxes, but the guy checks that Caleb had no injuries. Now, the, when you saw him, did, did you see any physical injuries?
0: okay, look, there was blood everywhere, okay. He had blood, I mean, it was coming out of his nose, it was coming out of his ears
1: but but the okay. police officer checks no injuries, not, yeah, okay, all right, and then secondly, he describes the vehicle not as a truck, not as a car, but he checks the box for what
0: well, he didn't check he put that she was driving a full a two thousand five Ford eight thousand, so I googled what that is. And it's a tractor. Wow! That she was driving a tractor.
1: Okay, and this is this is that same sergeant. Yes. So he, no injuries, but you said baby Caleb was covered in blood, and oh, yeah. uh, and uh. Then he lists that she's driving a tractor, and okay. I mean, okay, y'all, let me let me digress for a second, Amanda. Let me tell you how it works in Louisiana, y'all. If you get into a crash or you hit somebody in a parking lot of a store, it's considered, basically, if I back in the, into your car in Walmart parking lot because it's private property, technically, uh, my insurance has to pay for mine and your insurance has to pay for yours. So, I understand normally on a fatality, especially of a child, the agency can call in, the state police, who are experts at working fatalities. Um, they could, they'll be able to tell you, they could do accident reconstruction, tell you approximately how fast the driver was going when they hit Caleb. They could tell you, you know, certainly they would have done, um, they would look for any signs of impairment, whether it's DWI, I mean, whether it's alcohol or pills or whatever, the but this for the state police to come in, the agency has to request them to come in. Well, guess what? If I was in uniform patrol for the sheriff's office and the baby got killed, I'm calling in the state police because I know enough to know what I don't know. All right. And and which is, I mean, yeah, I worked a lot of crashes, a lot of accidents, but not that many baby deaths um, on kids that got run over. So I don't understand that. But that's their choice and we'll leave it at that. But the then to add further insult to injury, the and then you can jump in and it. the okay, you tell me uh what they found out about the insurance and oh, what was put in the report about the insurance, et cetera.
0: So the day that we got the report, um, come to find out the insurance that was listed did not belong to the vehicle who actually that actually hit Caleb. That was the complete wrong um, insurance information.
1: And, uh, and so about for wait, for them to get that ins- insurance information, though, that deputy had to get it from him. Right? So, from what I've
0: heard, from what they have said, was it was another case that he worked on that he just had the wrong case information on Caleb's report.
1: And then again, another case he worked on—I guarantee you—it wasn't a death of a child. So I don't—I right. don't know how you screw up. The you probably would at the time is the biggest case you ever worked um, involving a fatality. But go ahead.
0: So we finally get the correct insurance information sent over um, about four days after we realized found out that it was wrong, and the vehicle who that hit Caleb was actually had no insurance at all. There was no insurance.
1: So no insurance.
0: So not only, I mean, she broke, like I tell everyone, she broke the law that day even putting that vehicle on the road and didn't even get a ticket.
1: Right, right. And
0: drove that vehicle away from the scene.
1: (laughs) Y'all, let me tell you this. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I don't know exactly how it is today, but I could tell you back in the day if I stopped you, and I ran your license plate or if I ran your license plate for whatever reason, they're going to the dispatch is going to come back and tell me the vehicle comes back to such and such register out such and such. It is or is not insured. They have it in the database. I mean, the that's that's why they have the insurance law. So I'm I wasn't there. But the only logical conclusion to me is. He didn't he didn't run the license plate. I mean, he
0: didn't at all. I don't believe he checked anything. I, I doubt he even checked her. She probably, I don't even know if he checked her license to see if she even gave the real her real name.
1: Do, do you know if the vehicle was registered in her name? It was not. Okay, because, I mean, if your vehicle, if your insurance is uh, suspended then they suspend your license, that would have been it, another charge.
0: Yeah, the insurance was, the vehicle was not in her name.
1: Okay. And so the vehicle has no insurance. She didn't get a ticket for that. The uh, what, What's happened?
0: Nothing. We just finally met with the sheriff last Friday.
1: Sheriff Edwards?
0: Sheriff Edwards last Friday. And I asked him, how did she get away with not having insurance? How did she just get to drive away from the scene? And he didn't have answers. He said he was going to talk to his sergeant that worked the case and that he would get back to me with answers that that sergeant had. And we haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything back yet. And that was on August 6th that we had that interview with him.
1: And today is what? The
0: The 17th. So we're 10 days since our interview.
1: 10 or 11 days, right? Yeah. And and now I understand sheriff's busy. I know Sheriff Daniel Edwards, the, uh, But I mean, that's a long time when you got a grieving family to not get an answer, right? Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't take two seconds to pick up the phone and call your sergeant and say, "Uh, what the hell happened? You know, well, you know what's going on here." And
0: well, from my understanding, the sergeant told him that he didn't run the insurance; that he just looked at the card and it said it was active from this date to this date, and he took that.
1: Okay, so can, can tell me about that. That's what the sheriff told you.
0: Yeah, that's what the sheriff said. Is that he looked at he looked at the insurance card that showed it was active from, I don't know, to whenever. I don't know the dates. He didn't tell me what dates, but he just said that the the tech, that the sergeant looked at the card. It said active from this day to this day, but she never paid her premium, so it wasn't. It actually got turned off on November twelfth of twenty twenty. <sighs>
1: But didn't you say he had to call his sergeant to find out something. Why,
0: yeah, he was going to call to make sure that the insurance wasn't. And then he was going to ask him why. Why is it not? Why did you not run it that day? You know, why did you just take the card and say that it was active just because of the dates on the card?
1: Mm, mm, mm. I I don't even know what to say about that. The um. Did he say anything else? Uh, what about uh, did you were the witnesses that saw this? They said the vehicle was speeding.
0: Uh, uh, someone watched the actual surveillance video, um, and said that there were three other people walking out of the other door. And would they not have been watching out for her? She would have hit them. Like they step, they watched out, got out of her way. Not her watch for the pedestrians trying to get to their vehicles. Right. Right before she hit Caleb. Jesus. Yeah. And they said that when she pulled out, she accelerated. There was, like, no disregard for anybody else in the parking lot. She was gone.
1: You mean when she left after the the cops let her go? No. No. no.
0: Before she hit Caleb, they said, like, she just accelerated. Like, that was, she pulled out of her park, she was backed into her parking spot. She pulled in and just hit the gas.
1: I see what you're saying. So she she just took took off, off. She just took off, right. Yeah. And then the other three people would have been hit.
0: Would they not have stepped they, out of her, they got out of her
1: way? They got out of the way, and and Caleb steps down and gets and gets hit. Get hit, Get hit. yeah, okay. yep. Uh, did they do field sobriety or any type they of did testing?
0: Nothing. She had no toxology screening, no field sobriety, no blood tests, no nothing. They said that um, unless someone shows.
1: Um, impairment,
0: impairment, or something like that—that that's the only way they do it. And being they didn't believe that she was impaired, they did not do it. Well,
1: I can tell you this: any fatality, the state police work, whether whether you're impaired or not, uh, uh, showing signs of impairment or not, the you'll get a test, and usually it's a blood test.
0: Well, right. I just recently—I don't know if you saw—but in Tangipahoa Parish, um, there was a motorcycle accident, and they said that the driver. That hit the motorcycle showed no signs of impairment, but a blood test was sent
1: off. Absolutely, and and, and I mean, that, and so same
0: parish.
1: That 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 dog doesn't hunt for me. Uh, the uh, I know better. I mean, shit, y'all. This is a fatality, a fatality, and and of if, a baby. She, if she's speeding, exactly, and and a uh, fatality of a child of an infant, and if she's speeding, the um, okay, so Louisiana. The statute for negligent homicide, which is what this would have been, unless unless they did the blood work and come back and, and all that. But at the very least, um, if she was speeding through the parking lot and gunning it out like the other people said in the video shows, then a negligent homicide is defined as when you show such little care or reason that that, that a, a reasonable person, caution that a reasonable person would use and you cause the death of somebody that makes it a negligent homicide. If in fact they have this video tape and she's gunning out of the parking lot, almost hits three people, and then she hits Caleb. Your husband's banging on the truck for a stop, and she continues to go. And I mean that I don't know. Uh, I, have you? Y'all talk to the district attorney or the sheriff. whatever the
0: district attorney's never gotten the
1: case. That's He's well, never right. seen the case. That's right, and and you know what? He wouldn't. So I take that back. Right. He wouldn't unless the there was charges. Unless there was charges. That's right. But not necessarily charges because it could be they could send it in to him to look at it, put it for a grand jury. But they haven't turned the case file into him. Period. Is what what's saying. Right. And the I guess what. Of- Right. the 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 report that i read where where it's now you tell me it's a and they listed as a tractor and it's saying he has no injuries and now you find out they didn't run evidently they didn't even run the license plate what if that car was stolen what if that truck was stolen and and they they did not run the license plate they just write it down and if they had run it it would come back with no insurance and I mean that's what that's how it used to be unless they've changed it in the last seven years or whatever, which I don't see why they would if anything it would have gotten uh the system would have been better improved but so the and again I wasn't there, but it sounds like it didn't even run the license plate, which means that could have been a stolen vehicle could have been swapped plates, it could have been anything you're, and you're telling me there's no field sobriety, no Blood work, which we know if it's a fatality, at least on the roadway, in in you're involved, you're getting tested. Period, whether you like it or not. And um, none of, none of that was done. And then you've got n- nobody. You had to reach out to the sheriff. nobody contacted you after the, after Caleb got yeah, killed. I hadn't
0: heard from I hadn't heard from no one until I asked for a meeting with the sheriff to find out why. Why was no field sobriety but, test done? Hey,
1: this, Why is, was, this is August. I mean, yes. It was August. That's that's eight months.
0: Yes. Of nothing. We never, no one, we never heard, not, I mean, not even a, you know, we realize y'all lost. We're sorry. I you know. know, there was just well, never nothing from no one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and not
0: even the person that hit him. I mean, she's never even reached out. Yeah. Just to, you know, our, our address was all over, all over Facebook, you know, people bringing food, people doing this, people, you know, offering to come clean our house for us. And I was like, no, like, no. But our address was there that she could have sent and, you know, not even a, with her address on it, but just send a letter just to say, How,
1: yeah, I'm so and so. I just
0: wanted to say, I'm sorry. Anything. You know, if right. there's anything I can do. You know, not that it would bring Kayla back, but just a sign of remorse that you feel bad for what you've done. And there was nothing. She just, I mean, nothing. Wait. She didn't. I mean, I think I put myself in a, I guess, with a sober mind and a normal thinking that if I was in her shoes, you know, because my first thing, and on, this was my first thing after it happened, was my first thoughts. And I told my husband, I said, I need to find this lady because <laughs> this is me thinking of how I would feel. Right. I need to hug her. And I need to tell her I forgive her. Like, oh. you know, like that was my first thoughts. But then everybody was like, no, let all the evidence come out before you do that. And then once everything came out, I just got angry with her. Like, right. you shouldn't have even been on the road that day.
1: right?
0: You know, that, that it changed me from, because as I think of myself, if I was in her shoes, I would have ran to that baby. Right. That would have been my oh, number one yeah. thing to right. run to that baby and tell the father how sorry I was and. I would have been an emotional wreck, but from what everyone has told me, she showed no, hardly any signs of emotions at all. Like there was hardly anything.
1: And this, these are the witnesses that you talked to this that were there. These people that
0: were around It says she hardly had any signs of remorse, any, you know, she wasn't, not like most people would think you would be after you found out that you hit a child. You know, it was just pretty much just, she gave her information, and she left.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. It's mind-blowing. The um, I don't know. Um, do you know if they're in possession of the, the surveillance tape? You said somebody's seen it?
0: Yeah, someone's seen it, and then I have I have a copy on the SD card, but I've never watched it.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Yes. Well, that's going to be, I mean, obviously the police probably don't have it because those – uh, surveillance tapes. Most of the stores, after 30 days, they rewrite themselves uh, um and re-record over.
0: From, well, no, the way I got it was my the police sent it to someone, and that person gave it.
1: Okay, so gave that
0: copy to me. So I it, don't know if they gave them the original or if they made a copy.
1: Okay, but that's good. At least they they got a copy, or maybe the yes. store gave it to them that day or something before they left. But what? And and it's hard. And I'm not trying to sensationalize. Yeah, let me tell you something. The, the very few people know that, that I have I had a brother who got ran over and killed when he was seven years old. So, yeah, this touches my heart. And and, I'm, and I've i never tried to sensationalize any of my stories, and I'm not trying to sensationalize this, but we need to know, and I want you to get angry, and I want you to get pissed off, and I want something to be done about this. What did they tell I mean, can you tell me what they told you they saw? I'm not talking about the impact. Like, that's the same one. Is that the same person who told you that, or did they see the vehicle pulling out of the parking spot, or what did they see or, on, the, on the surveillance? They head? saw the whole
0: thing. They saw the three people step out of the way of the vehicle traveling. They saw all of
1: it. And they they said it appeared to be at a high rate of speed.
0: Oh, anyway, They said that it was. she was going way too fast for a parking lot. They said she excelled. I mean, his exact words were, when she pulled out, she accelerated and just took off without that, looking. I mean, just no disregard for anybody and then she in went, the parking lot that day.
1: And then she killed Caleb. And then she killed Caleb. I mean, I'm so sorry. Um,
0: I, told her, I wish everybody could have met him. I, I really wish everybody could see just truly... How amazing this little boy! I mean, I know he's mine, and I know everyone thinks their kids are, you know, perfect. Yeah, I really wish people could have met Caleb and the group on Facebook that you're a part of that you joined. I try so hard to just give people a glimpse into who Caleb was. Yeah, because when you see his videos and you you see and you hear the things he says for a four year old, and like everyone says, he was so wise beyond his years. He just well, wow. so happy in his videos. He's always happy. He's laughing, smiling. I I got goosebumps. Um He, he was very, very special. He was a very special boy. If we I tell everybody we've definitely lived with an angel on earth. Yeah. He was he was perfect.
1: As a parent uh of four, you know, I don't know what to tell you, and and and. But let's hey do you want to share the group on Facebook? I know it's a private group, but yes, we can share it. The only reason I'm saying so because i I know the the fans that listen to the show will go and request to join so they can you know if they will choose to they so they can see Kayla's videos. I really would love to, them to see the video where he says he has Jesus in him or that somebody yes. ass you know smiling and so if you want to share it, share it. Uh,
0: Caleb's group on Facebook is Justice for Caleb J Canterbury. It's Justice for Caleb C A L E B. The letter J, and then Canterbury is C A N T E R B U R Y. I
1: And mean, y'all. It's a private group, but yet, I mean, I, I. I Actually, I man, uh, I think you might get flooded on that, but it, I, I think it's important that people. Yeah. We can talk. You can. They can. I can you, tell they,
0: you all day about him, but until you get on there and you see him, and I and did, see his smile, and
1: and I did see the, him and all the Spider-Man stuff and everything too. Okay. So, which was pretty cool because, I mean. Spider Man is probably my favorite superhero.
0: Actually, Spider Man came to his services, and Spider Man led the procession. Um, his last birthday, his fourth birthday, oh, um, was a big Spider Man birthday, and he went for a year telling everybody that the real Spider Man came to his birthday. Um, oh. We contact, we got in contact with the same company, and um, Spider Man came. He came, and he came to his service, and oh he led the procession out and led him. And Caleb. Caleb went out in his spider. Caleb was Spider Man when he went out. He was dressed in Spider Man. Oh, um, he wore. It. I mean, he.
1: So he's he's buried in the in his Spider Man outfit.
0: He's buried in Spider Man. Yeah, he um, on. Oh, that's Lord. what he would want to. You know, be everything. Everything he did. Wow. He lived, breathed, and ate Spider Man. You know, he just he, the right bef- not too long before he passed. He was jumping on the trampoline and tried to jump to the par- porch like Spider-Man. And oh. he accidentally missed the porch and caught his face. Oh. And uh, he said he was more upset that he didn't land it like Spider-Man <laughs> than that he hit his face. That he said he needed to try again. And I said, no, you don't.
1: Oh, man. Boy. He was
0: he was so just tough. And he just, I don't know. If, I just wish people could have met him. He... He was so amazing. He was
1: he was truly our little blessing and our little angel. Yeah. And well, as a parent, though, I think you're doing the right thing, and at least questioning and pushing the fight. And the page is called Justice for Caleb. But yes. the the even if you don't get the answers or whatever, I don't know. But you know what? It just needs to be looked into. Period. And and I think the way to do it is to get the story out there and that's it. I mean, uh, I had no intentions, not even eight hours ago of, of, of doing this or anything. Right. And so I sent you a, a private message on Facebook because people kept tagging me and I said, you know, let me know a good time to call or whatever. And, and I got to talk to you to see for about 20 minutes. And I said, let's just do this. And, and I hope it helps sweetie. And I hope that, I'm going to pray for y'all, and, and I mean, I just don't know what else to say. But I think that um, lifeless, we, we need to share the story. Uh, um, and the questions need to be asked, and somebody needs to be, hey, if you got a legitimate answer, and look, I'm going to tell you something, Danny Edwards is a good guy, the sheriff is. I know him personally. And, he was very
0: hey, sincere when we came in. Yeah, I believe yeah. wholeheartedly he was sincere.
1: You, you know his brother is the governor, right? Did you know yes. that? All right. And so uh, his brother's governor of state Louisiana. And I knew his wife before she got on the bench. And she was actually a juvenile child judge at first. I don't know if she still is, but that was a long time I ago. I think so. But the, so I'm not saying that Daniel is at fault, but I'm saying uh, what, uh, 10 days, 11 days to get back to you. But I think y'all, we need to, you know, let your voices be heard. Let them conduct an investigation. They can, if they have the video, uh, they if they want to, they can call the state police. They can try to reconstruct it and see how fast, whatever, it, 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 yeah, you know, just whatever. something. At least just, put in
0: some investigate. Nothing was done. Why did you at right. least try to investigate?
1: You're, you 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 are you deserve that as a citizen, not only of the parish, but you know, in the state of Louisiana, uh, uh, but as an American, whatever, right? I mean, just what and. and you deserve that, okay? And then uh, do you have anything else you want to say? I don't
0: think so.
1: All right, well.
0: I think that's
1: it. Well, I appreciate you doing this, and hopefully it'll help, okay? And Thank then, you. And then uh, the hopefully it'll help, and I think that you're going to find out that um, the lifers are, are pretty – Pretty, I don't even know the word. scrap pretty freaking amazing. I guess we'll say. when it comes to stuff like this, but I mean, if we can do something that you know brings some pressure around um, to make them at least do an investigation, that's a win. Right. All right. So. All right.
0: Thank you. Thank you,
1: sweetie, and and um, I, you have my number now. Twenty four hours a day. I, if I don't answer, leave me a voicemail, and and I'll call you when I when I um wake up or whatever. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, all right God bless. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It's tough one, y'all. Tough one. And the little boy loved cops so much, and then the Spider Man thing. God, I didn't know about. I mean, I knew from seeing Spider Man on the on the uh, Facebook group, et cetera. But I didn't know Spider Man was at his birth, last birthday and Spider Man led his funeral, and he. He addresses the Spider-Man. God, it's just, it's just tough to hear. But here's my deal. You've heard me say it once. I'll say it a thousand times. I bleed blue. I back the police a thousand percent. But they're good and bad in every profession. And I don't know how in the hell, first of all, that you put on a fatality of a child's report that he has no injuries. Secondly, you get the vehicle wrong. And it comes back to a tractor and Third, you don't, I mean, you don't run the license plate or you don't validate insurance or whatever. I don't know. The the I'm not working this case, but it needs some coverage. So, and I, I think Danny will do the right thing and the sheriff Edwards will do the right thing anyway. But, I mean, what do you do? What do you do? So, do with it what you will and... I'm going to conclude this episode, and I don't have a name for it. I don't even know what to, I guess, call it Spider-Man or something. I don't know. But in closing, uh, a couple Real Life Real Crime announcements. Y'all, our app, it is still in the works. It's going back and forth between Apple and the company and Google and whatever. I mean, it's coming out like any day. They keep making small changes, but when it comes out, we're going to have to take a week, at least a week, to get everything straight. And that's going to mean no episode. So I'm going to let you know when that's going to happen. I will release something for Patreon that week. And we have the new thing that we're um, implementing for Patreon members, Woody's Verdict, which is where, because y'all always are asking me, you know, my opinion on this case and that case, et cetera. So I'm ai am a, I'm a start doing once a month and putting it up for Patreon in the vault woody's verdict on one of the cases that y'all pick by popular demand i'm gonna review the case and i'll do an episode on it now that, that'll be on in addition to the other bonus episodes i put up for y'all and you know Patreon vandalism up you get it the episode early as as i can you get it before anybody else gets it in commercial free and now our lowest here, you get it on Saturday, commercial free. So I appreciate your support. You, you know, without it, Real Life Real Crime wouldn't run. I love all lifers. You can't be a patron, memory. You don't want to. I get it, and and I love you anyway. Please continue to like and share and download us. Uh, it's not going to be a problem when the app comes out because everything in Real Life Real Crime is going to be in one spot. But I appreciate y'all. And if you own a business and you want to advertise, we have so many different options, and we, we're having some mad success with what we're doing. And we do it on the national level every week. We can do it on the small business level, if you will, every week. And also the app is going to have some spots in there. We, uh, we'll talk about that later on. But tough deal today, man. I had no idea uh, when I woke up this morning that I was going to be recording this, but there it is. I don't know all that podcast of shit I'm supposed to say, and my head's kind of jammed up behind Spider-Man. And, uh, but that's it. I'm going to conclude this episode. One of the last things y'all, that the life for uh, a dear friend of ours. They have their own podcast called will Figure It Out, Adulting and Parenting Over 40. Y'all go give them a check. Uh, they're on, they're on Anchor and I think Spotify, et cetera. So y'all yeah, check them out. And, Last but not least, LOPA, Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. Be a hero. Give the gift of life. And it's just important, y'all. Take two minutes. And if you're a listener from Honduras, if you're a listener from Honduras, you can still go to LOPA.org and sign up to be an organ donor. It's free. Takes about two minutes. And they are saving lives every day. So that being said, I'm Woody Overton, your host of Real Life, Real Crime, the podcast. And until next time or ever, don't let me catch you down on murder by you. Peace. Get ready, you're gonna do